Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, we're going over Bill Barnwell's list of uh, best skill position guys for each NFL team. And uh, we've gotten down to number 14 here. Just to uh, run you through the list here real quick uh, to get you, catch you up to speed if you didn't listen to the, the previous segment. At number 30, or I'm sorry, 32, the Houston Texans. At number 31, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, at number 30, the Arizona Cardinals. 29, the Tennessee Titans. 28, the Green Bay Packers. By the way, Steelers play a bunch of these teams at the bottom of this yeah, list. Boy. Uh, at 27, the New York Giants. At 26, the New England Patriots. At 25, the Indianapolis Colts. At 24, the Denver Broncos. 23, the Los Angeles Rams. 22, the New York Jets. 21, the Washington Commanders. At 20, the Buffalo Bills. 19, the Kansas City Chiefs. 18, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 17, the Chicago Bears. 16, the Detroit Lions. 15, the Baltimore Ravens. And that takes us to team number 14. They were 19th going into 2021. They were 21st going into 2022. That would be your New Orleans Saints at 14. Okay. So... I was thinking about this one for a while because if the Jets were like 22 or something like that, and let's just say Alave and Wilson cancel each other out. Maybe one of you out there likes one more than the other. I think they're both really, really good. I'll take the Jets supporting cast over the rest of the Saints supporting cast, especially with the Kamara potential. Well, there's no, but the potential suspension is not a suspension as of yet. I know, I know, but. And given the way that the league does things, I don't know if he's going to get suspended or not. I have no idea. Thought that would happen by now. And it, I'm if it, on Michael yeah. Thomas for a lot of snaps, but Rashid Rashid, uh, Rashid Shahid is good. Yeah, when he when he went into the starting lineup in Week 13, mm-hmm. he had 20, after that point on. From that point on, so you're talking five weeks. Twenty catches for 324 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I'm glad you brought him up because I don't think most people look at the Saints receivers this way, but I think Alave and Shahid are the starters. I mean, yeah. all want, but they're the, they're the most valuable guys. Uh, Juwan Johnson had 42 catches and seven touchdowns last year. He's a sneaky dude too. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got some, they got some dudes and, and you, you know, Kamara's good. Um, mm-hmm. Jamal Williams had 17 touchdowns for the lions last year. Is he going to do that again? Probably not, but he's, a solid number two back. Yeah. Well, and they drafted a third round back too. And Kendrick. Right. So I, I just get think it. they're very similar to the jets. Well, I would have had the jets higher than the Ravens, but I would have the jets higher than they were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At 13, they were 15th going into 2021. They were 12th in 2022. They are 13th this year. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Consistent right there. Outside the top 10, but not far. I think that's probably about right. You know, we'll talk about the teams around them, of course. I don't think there's a superstar in the group, but I don't think there's a weakness in the group. I mean, we talk about this to no end. The five skill guys that they can trot out there now in any combination you like is going to be hard to play against. Yeah. Um, You know, Deontay Johnson in his first three seasons – had 254 catches, and scored 20 touchdowns. Everybody wants to focus on Deontay Johnson not scoring a touchdown last oh, year. Yeah. 
Deontay Johnson, let me say it again. In his first three seasons, Deontay Johnson had 20 touchdown catches. That wasn't a Deontay Johnson thing last year. That was a that was a Steelers offense thing last year. They only had eleven touchdown passes as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that, I mean, could he have caught one? Sure. Like Fryerman's numbers are all really good, except for touchdowns. except for touchdowns, right. right? Right, I mean that that's it. That's the Steelers across the board last year. All the receivers' numbers, you know, when you looked at the numbers, were, were okay. And you know, if you put your finger over the touchdown numbers. You say, oh, that was that, they had a pretty good season. And then you pick your finger up because, oh, he didn't score a touchdown. Or he only had one. Or that guy had two. Like that, that they're gonna score more touchdowns. Oh yeah. Particularly through the air than they did. Yeah. Um, um how about this how about this stat for George Pickens? George Pickens expected catch rate last year. Do you know what it was? No. Fifty one point four percent. He okay. caught 61.9% of his passes. <laughs> That's a really good sign. He was 10 per, he was 10 percentage points above what his catch rate should have been. Okay. So to explain that to people, sometimes that means your quarterback, you know, like Kyle Pitts is probably at the top of that list too, because quarterback missed him over and over and over. Well, here's the list of guys okay. who have run 500 routes in a season and had a catch rate of 10 percentage points better than expected. This is in the next-gen era. Mm-hmm. So this goes back a little bit. It's Doug Baldwin, Stefan Diggs, Pierre Garçon, which tells you it does go back quite a ways. And he had some good years. Oh, yeah. yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, and Michael Thomas. Michael, Michael Thomas did it three times. Wow. So not. I, I hope people don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Like, Kyle Pitts and Drake London had awful quarterback accuracy. So they should have caught more passes in, and I know how they do it is like, if they've simulated this a million times, you should catch, what'd you say? 51% of his passes. And he caught 61. So some of those guys like Michael Thomas was get, catching the ball from Drew Brees, but the way next gen does it, or DeAndre Hopkins, is a perfect example. Those guys apply more pickings than his quarterback stunk in that, most receivers won't catch a ball when X defender is six inches off your left shoulder. Right, you know right, I mean? right. That type of stuff. You know, like where Hopkins is awesome at that. You know, Thomas is slants, shielding guys in contested situations. So that's a Pickens-like number that totally adds up. Yeah, so um, 13, not bad there. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I, I think they have some strong possibilities here. This year for this you know, offense, they are on offense. You think that this group is still ascending, although they were what twelfth and fifteenth the last two years too. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, if they play, so if they play like the thirteenth best skill position unit in the league this year, hmm? and Kenny Pickett takes a step forward, right? Again, you start you start scoring better, and yeah, start scoring more in the red zone. He throws again. Say he throws, he doubled. Well, he should double his touchdown production. He only hit seven last year. Let's mm-hmm. say he he gets to twenty plus this year. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at that skill position group a little bit differently. Yeah, I don't know that there's a star in the group. I don't think there's a star right now. I mean, the Kelsey Cups, Diggs, Pickens could be this time next year. 
Yeah. Friar Muth could be in the Andrews conversation this time next year. But I don't know if, you, if, if you've got if you're f- five solid guys. Mm-hmm. To me, and this is this list shows that because we talked about it with Kelsey, talked about it with some of these other teams. They have one star and a bunch yeah, of guys. Yeah. I think I'd rather have the five good players. I'd rather have the five B pluses than one A plus and, and five C or four C minuses. I tend to agree. Less so than an O-line, secondary. Those two positions, I really want no holes. Yeah. Because, you know, an uncoverable guy has a ton of value where, you know, a corner, have a D on, you just don't throw at him, you know, it, where the, the offense can dictate things. But I'm with you. I mean, I would much rather have these groups than the Chiefs or Rams or the Bills. I mean, a guy that's a true stud in a lot of question marks. Right now, I mean, right now, if I'm looking at the Steelers offensively, you're wor- uh, if you're just looking at the five guys you're going to put on the field on a regular basis, mm-hmm. your worst guy is Allen Robinson. And there's backup plans. And there's backup plans there. Your second worst guy is Najee Harris, mm-hmm. who's pretty, he's, you know, a, a solid NFL running back. I those mean, top, those top three guys are all okay. Yeah, I can win with that. I mean, of course, we're going to talk Steelers to no end, and people have heard us talk this conversation. But I've been in Barnwell's shoes where I'm ranking national stuff. I mean, you're not going to put a ton of faith in Warren and Austin and Hayward. Right. They're not even in the conversation. They're not even in the conversation, nor should they be that. He doesn't have to write an extra 10,000 words just so we can talk about Connor Hayward for every team. But I really like their depth guys. Yeah. At 12, they were fourth in 2021. I have no idea how they were fourth on this list in 2021. Well, I, again, I, I know how and why, but they shouldn't have been there. In 2022, they were 23rd. Wow. This year, they're 12th. The Cleveland Browns. They must have been super high when they thought Beckham was going to be. But awesome. when people still thought Odell Beckham was good. When right, people right, thought right. when people thought Jarvis Landry was still good, right? Hunt and Chubb, yeah. I love Chubb. I mean, I think he's maybe the best running back in the. League. I think he's. I think he's a great running back. But as Bill said, the running backs don't matter as much in this equation. They don't factor in quite as heavily. I wouldn't trade the Steelers group for the Browns group. No, I think it's you know it's Amari Cooper and some unproven stuff. Yeah. Much, as, much as I like Elijah Moore, he hadn't really done anything in the NFL. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm a Njoku guy, but I prefer Fryermuth. You know, I mean, I, I love Elijah Moore, but he hasn't done much. Peoples Jones has some possibilities. Tillman's a nice draft pick for them. I think Cooper is one of the more overrated players in the league, though. Yeah, he's not getting any younger. Mm-mm. And his cold weather splits are a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be far off of 12 for me, but I would have the Steelers ahead of them. At number 11, they were 22nd in 2021. They were number two going into last year. They're now number 11, the Raiders. Ooh, that rubs me wrong a little. That's rough. Jacobs is coming off an awesome year. But he's a running back. Yeah, and he's a running back. Devontae Adams is still Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's awesome, no doubt. But Renfro is definitely stock has gone down considerably than yeah. this time last year. Waller's not there. 
They drafted Mayer, but rookie tight end, I can't put a lot of credence in. I mean, they wouldn't be 20, but I think they're more like 15. I mean, Jacoby Myers is a nice good player. option. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting. They would fall that far. I guess, you know, not having Waller there. Mm-hmm. Money Renfro was Money Renfro two years ago. Was not last year. Not last year. I'm not sure he'll be last the season there. Okay, this one's a little... Hmm. At number 10, they were 23rd in 2021. They were 27th in 2022. They're at number 10 this year. The Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. I can't put, I can't put the I can't put the Falcons ahead of the Steelers. No. I sort of get it, but that's putting the cart above the before the horse. You know, like if next time if next year you're like Oh, the, the, at this time next year that could very well be the case. Yeah. They have two two they have three top 10 draft picks at skill position players. Yes. But they haven't done anything yet. <laughs> the numbers aren't great. And, you know, one of them is a running back, a transcendent one. I get that, blah, blah, blah. And spot four and five of their skill guys aren't great. I mean, it's a three, three-man three show. I yeah. love London. I love Pitts. I love Bijan. I mean, Mac, Mac Collins is your number three. Yeah. You know, John yeah. Smith's your backup tight. Like, uh, yuck. So – I'm not trying to get a rise out of people, but if the Falcons called me and said, I'll give you Pitts or London for anyone on your offensive five, I would say yes. Not by leaps and bounds. I'd like those guys that much. And I know they're unproven. But now we're getting into Matt Collins's. You know what right, I mean? Right, those yeah. Guys I mentioned aren't Kelsey and Cup. Well, here's how he justifies this. He said, if you gave London the 573 routes that Garrett Wilson ran for the Jets last year, mm-hmm. as opposed to the 379 he ran with the Falcons, his yeah. numbers prorate to 109 catches for 1,309 receiving yards. Okay. I mean, they were heavy running first team, and I think London's really, really good. Yeah. He's one of the only rookie receivers I would trade Pickens for today. Pitt's catch rate, however, last year dropped below 50%. Below 50%. Yeah. That's awful. I mean, it, and again, that's because, of, I mean, the uncatchable balls from the quarterback. Yeah. But we're, we're, talk, we're talking about a, a tight end here who's 6'6". Yeah. How do you overthrow that with long arms? And I, I don't get it. I don't they get it. They wouldn't be this high for me, but I can see where they could get to be. This again, high. I think they could be there at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. If they get any kind of quarterback play, but I can't put them there yet. Yeah, and, and I'm not even even caring what the quarterback play is. If we're just judging skill guys in a vacuum, I really like three of them, but I don't have a lot of great tape on those three at the NFL level yet. Yeah, it's only three. At number nine, they were 25th in 2021. They were 28th going into last year. They're now nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Clearly improving. I mean, there's no question. They're doing things around their quarterback. Frankly, they're a coin flip to me versus Steelers. Yeah, I, I don't know how or what you get out of Calvin Ridley this year. I don't know. He hasn't played in two seasons. I mean, all we saw with awesome, but that's mini camp. Yeah, and he's running against their guys. And right. we saw this. The, the reports last year were great on Deshaun Watson. 
sure. in the in the off season. But he hadn't played football in two, in almost three years. Right. All reports should be good on everybody in June. Absolutely. Unless you're not out there, you know. You know, it, again, Calvin Calvin Ridley's what twenty nine. Yeah, I think so. He did not come in the league particularly young, and he hasn't played hardly at all the last couple of years. I mean, I like Ingram, I like ATN, I like Tank that they drafted, Bigsby. Yeah. I think Kirk, it's the same grade as the Steelers. Kirk's a good wide receiver. I, I like Zay Jones, you know, to, to a yeah. degree. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's good. I think the quarterback makes it better. Mm-hmm. It's good. It, yeah. It's, I mean, again, it, it does have some – it reminds me of the Steelers a little bit in that they have six or seven that I like a lot, you know. I'm not sure there's a stud. Well, this next team does have a stud, and they're still eighth. They were 21st in 2021. They were ninth last year. They're eighth this year, the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. See, I think they have two dudes, period. Yeah, yeah. Like their third receiver is as bad as any in the league. I mean, we're talking like Cedric Wilson. Their tight ends are Gasecki and Long are both gone, and neither one was particularly good. Yeah, I, Eric Saubert is the uh, – he had 15 catches third. last year, yeah. I mean, the running back is totally by committee. Those two dudes are awesome. But in a way, they're not much different than the Rams. I mean, they're like one guy better than the Rams. Yeah. Now, those two guys are both awesome. They'd be number ones on a lot of teams in the league. Everyone, every defense coordinator is going, yeah, those two are awesome, and I hate them to death. They terrify me. Yeah. And you can't take both away, and I understand that. But if this is a five-man plus depth ranking two through eight stinks or three through eight stinks that's still a team that scored what would they have what was the score of this? They, they had two touchdowns last year against the Steelers in that game in Miami and it was not their best day that's for sure, and the right? Steelers are throwing into the end zone at the end of the game twice mm-hmm. two, two on two different drives to win that game like as as good as those two skill guys are you can take you can affect them and take them out of the game because they're both they're not the biggest guys. Mm-hmm. They're both. They're both. They both can fly. They're absolute. You know, got wings on their feet. But yeah, I hear you. Real quick, because I know this team, of course, is going to come up. Would you rather play against Hill and Waddle or Chase and Higgins? Mm. I, I don't know which one I'd pick. I mean, I think they're very well. Who Who's the quarterback? <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> that makes a difference. Yeah. Like if. Yeah. Are people talking about you know Chase and Higgins the same way if Tua is throwing them the ball? Right, right. Or what if it's Josh Allen or Mahomes or right. Mariota? <laughs> or, you know, right. Yeah, I think that matters too. Yeah. Um, as a twosome as there is, in my opinion. Yeah, they're good. They're good. At number seven, in 2021, they were ranked number two. In 2022, they were ranked number 11. They're now seventh, the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. I can see why they were so high. I mean, when Zeke was in his prime and Pollard's the two and Gallup's not injured. And I mean, well, you had, you had Cooper there as well. I mean, that in 2021. Good point. Lamb's a stud. I don't think he's cup Tyreek stud, but close. It's a good group. I mean, they were missing a guy last year though. Like they had them make a Brandon Cooks like move. And he's, he's good. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's, Probably a high end number two, but he's a high end number two. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so is he better than any of the Steelers receivers? I honestly <laughs> don't know, but 
he's in the neighborhood, you know. Yeah. Tony Pollard was a really good football player last year. Yeah, he's hard to play against. Big play guy, catch the ball, you know. Where they're short at this year is at tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got three unknowns there. At number six, in 2021, they were five. In 2022, they were four. They're six this year, the Vikings. If we were drafting, Justin Jefferson would be my first pick for this exercise, probably for fantasy too, but I'm, I'm, I wasn't talking fantasy. But, like, I think he has the most weight of anyone in the league. Yeah, and, and Hawkinson's a nice second yeah. option. Um, first round pick there is your third pass catcher. It's not bad. K.J. Osborne's good. Yeah. I don't love the backs. I don't love the backs. You know, I, I – Who's the receiver? The other receiver I'm thinking of there, uh, KJ Osborne. Osborne, Addison, yeah. I mean, Osborne's not bad. If he's your three now after drafting Addison, yeah, that's fine. Replacement, I don't love it. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. At number five, they were twentieth in 2021. They were sixth last year. They're fifth this year. The Chargers. Pretty good. I mean. Kind of like the Viking argument that your mid to late first round rookie is your third wide out, not your second, like it is in many. Yeah. They don't have the Jefferson. I still think Everett's a decent player. And Eckler's a nightmare. Eckler's, yeah. He, he's, I mean, two years in a row, he's had almost 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, now, Keenan Allen, Keenan, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been banged up. They, they, cert- they certainly were last year. Yeah. yeah. Especially Allen, maybe, but they're still good, you know. Yeah, right. Now, this is a top five group to me. Yeah. Eckler is really good. At number four, they were eighth in 2021. They were 13th in 2022. They're fourth this year, the Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. How were they 13th last year? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's a good question, too. I mean, I love him. And for this conversation, you you bring in Charbonnet and Smith Najigba. That's nice. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. nice. And you already had two really good receivers. And I think Walker's a really good back as well. Tight end's bad. I mean, they, they have a big committee at tight end, which is right. Highly, right. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, at number three, they were 29th in 2021. They were eighth last year. They're now third. The Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Pretty good. I mean, I might take the last two teams ahead of them just because I think they're a little top-heavy, that their five isn't awesome. Their running backs are questionable. They're not Eckler, you know. Um, I think Brown and Smith aren't far off the conversation of – Hill Waddle, Chase Higgins. Yeah. Dallas Goddard carries some weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Hawkinson like weight. Yeah, yeah. I would probably take them over Seattle. I think they have one more guy than Seattle does. Yeah, probably. And I like Smith and Jigma and Charbonnet, and they are great, but they're rookies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good group. Yeah. At number two, people are going to be shocked by this. 
They were 13th in 2021. They were number one last year. They're now two. The Cincinnati Bengals. See, I'm not shocked by it. Like, I'm sure we figured out that the last two teams were the Bengals and the Niners. And I think Chase could be an all-time great. I mean, I think he's amazing. Like, I mean, he could be as good as any receiver. He could be Antonio Brown. I mean, maybe. I mean, and Higgins is really good. I think the rest of the group's overrated, though. Like, I thought Mixon was bad last year. And I think Boyd is fine. But he's a three on any team he's on, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think people wait that much. The non-two studs, I think, get a little too much credit in Cincy. Yeah. It, Hayden Hurst to, to Irv Smith at tight end. Right, right. That's low on the list. Uh, Irv Smith hasn't played a lot of football the last three years. Really hard to count on. I mean, he's averaged seven games a year the last three years. Has it been that low? Yeah. yeah. He's play, Yeah, he's missed 29 out of 50 possible games the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know this isn't what we're talking about, big picture, but if they can't keep Higgins, Chase isn't going anywhere and he's going to be awesome. But all of a sudden, they could be 15th on this list. Yeah, because they don't have any wide receiver depth No, behind those guys. Some dudes out of the blue, but they're just taking shots in the mid-rounds. Yeah. And that, of course, leaves you at number one. They were 12th in 2021. They were third last year. They're number one this year. The 49ers. I wholeheartedly agree. Like that's the whole that's my whole argument with the whole Brock Purdy thing. Oh yeah. Like put Kenny Pickett on it with that group of skill position guys, with that play caller. In that scheme, right. Yeah. He's going crazy last year. Going crazy. Right, right, right. So it's funny because I mentioned I've been doing some DVOA stuff, and we were talking about offensive final DVOA. And the Niners and the Dolphins ended up six and seventh in offensive DVOA or seven and eight. They were, you know, what's the difference? And we figured out between the two of them, they played seven different quarterbacks in Miami and San Fran. <laughs> Skill guys in the system sure helps. You know what I mean? Right. Skill guys in particular. I mean, that, that San Francisco's yeah. offense, if, if, for example, they would have had to play Brock Purdy and they didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Completely different experience, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, the beauty of this team is, who's your fourth best option? Kittle? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, their fourth best option is way better than anyone else's in the league. It's yeah. the one for some of the teams. Somebody is getting a good matchup, is the point. Always, always, always. Always. They all do different stuff, too, you know? Yeah. It's a great ensemble. I mean, I give them all the credit in the world. I mean, they team-built that beautifully to fit whatever quarterback, and their play caller. But they all can hurt you in a lot of ways. And even, like, youth check has value. Yeah. Um, now, it's going to get real expensive for them here soon. Right. And how much does McCaffrey have left? And, you know, I, I bet Ayuk isn't back in the big picture. Yeah. From the time – let's see. From the time McCaffrey joined – um. I mean, McCaffrey's addition. People forget that. Was I'm just looking. I thought I, I thought he had the numbers there, but he doesn't have the numbers. Oh, okay. Of what he finished with, just with the 49ers. But I'd have to I'd have to look at that. But he was, I mean, he, as a pass catcher alone, he makes them ridiculously dangerous. Ridiculously dangerous, right? I mean, he's. I don't know. Uh, is he the 
20th best pass catcher on the planet right now, including Kelsey and Chase and Diggs and Hill and all those, you know. Well, that's the thing about about this group is that their, their four or five guys are all when healthy, and that's been an issue for Kittle for, in particular, but when they're, when they're healthy and rolling, I mean, they're all like top 25 to 30 guys. Right. And McCaffrey's like one at his position. Kittle's two or three at his position. Ayuk and Debo are still 25 to 30, of, you know, on the planet. But they're, I don't know, 15th best receiver, something like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good, solid group. This is what this, yeah, I mean, this their, is number, what, their number four is ridiculous. This is what the Steelers could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is In what you this is what you should be hoping they turn into. Now maybe they don't have the talent, the overall talent to be that. But I, I think you know, Fryermuth versus Kittle, as as Fryermuth continues to I mean that's that's the guy that, that Fryermuth talks about wanting he wants to get, you know, Kittle's run after the catch ability. Mm. That kind of stuff. Um, sure. you know, I don't I don't think, you know, Najee Harris is never gonna be McCaffrey as a pass catcher. No. But he catches the ball well. But the, I think your point isn't necessarily, can any of the running backs turn into McCaffrey? Can anyone turn into the third best tight end in the planet in a possible Hall of Famer? Right. More so, can your fourth and fifth guy on the field raise the level and kill single coverage or yeah. kill backers, you know, you know, that type of thing, you know? That's what needs to happen in those situations because teams, you know, are, are teams going to roll coverages one way or the other? Absolutely. Of course. So the other guys are going to get singled up. They got to win. If Pickens is killing the number two corner, can you take advantage of their next chess move whenever they take their safety and roll them heavily to his side? Right. With Firemuth running down the seam or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think this offense should. Should. It should. And it should. Yeah, it should. It absolutely should happen this year for them. Yeah. But that's a Barnwell list. That's actually uh, on the fun list. too much. I mean, we usually are pretty rough on list builders. This one's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, Barmwell did a good job with that. I, I think he looked at that kind of the way that we would look at it. Yeah. And, I you, know, I, 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 you know, I like the caveats that he put in at the beginning of that. You know, look, at, hey, guy's been hurt. There's a good chance he's going to get hurt again. Mm-hmm. Michael yeah. Thomas, for example. I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't count on Michael Thomas. It's, the same, it's, our, it's our argument against Odell Beckham. I say you and I fought a little bit about the, the Ravens, but the counting on factor there is brutal. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can count on the, any of those guys for 17 games. Right. I mean, Bateman is your maybe your most trustworthy. How much has he played the last two years? Right. So, interesting. Interesting list. Or inter- interesting way to look at it. That's going to do it for our show today, Matt. Fun stuff. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. We're a month away here. Uh, we'll be continuing to crank out uh, shows here as we uh, lead up to camp. Matt's back from vacation. I'm going to go on vacation in a couple of weeks, but we're going to still uh, do some shows here uh, in the in that. I might even take my I'm, I might do shows while I'm on vacation. That's how much I love talking to you, Matt. <laughs> I've done it before, too. I appreciate it. <laughs> up, hey, you know, I'm hanging around. The family's out running around and splashing in the water. I don't tan. So, you know, it is what it is. Steelers for an hour or so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Uh, so for my partner, Matt Williamson. Uh, I am Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And you can listen to all of our great shows here on Steelers Nation Radio, wherever you find your uh, your your podcasts. Uh, you can listen to shows uh, 
such as uh, the drive and, you know, be uh, all the good stuff that we have here, Wes and Moats and all that stuff. So go ahead and do that. Give us a like. We appreciate that as well. And we'll talk to you later in the week. Thanks for listening. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.